Hi, I'm Ashley Jade, also known as Jade Jupiter, and you are listening to Jupiter's Corner. You are now entering the planet Jupiter. Thanks for joining me for another episode today, whether you're going for a walk, going for a drive, wherever it is, whatever you're doing listening to this, thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone's doing well. It has been my birthday. My birthday was on November the 10th and I turned 24, which is crazy because last time I checked, I was 21 and now all of a sudden I'm sitting here as a 24-year-old. That's kind of wild. But what inspired me to make this? Well, I had this listed in my topics to talk about, just, you know, turning 24, I guess. But I'm glad I waited to record it because on my birthday, I ended up going to Byron Bay with my partner. I knew I was going to go to Byron Bay, obviously, because it's one of my favorite places ever, even though it's become a lot more touristy and a lot more commercialized. I just have this deep soul connection with the place. It's like every time I go there, I feel rejuvenated, cleansed and deeply inspired and just full of new life. It really just regenerates my entire soul. And I don't know how to describe it. I really, really don't know how to put it into words aside from saying that. And I know that those are my special places because I get that particular feeling in my heart, in my soul, and it's just unshakable. No other place really compares. And so I know that Byron Bay is definitely one of those places for me that just charges my entire soul, my body, my spirit, my mind, all things. And so I knew I wanted to go there for my birthday. I hadn't been in such a long time. And so I just went and it was the most incredible day. We walked around, we saw the shops, we got some things and went to the beach and just soaked it all in. It was just a completely different energy to what I've been experiencing of late. And after my month of being sick and just completely being in bed half the time, it was really, really special and really, really needed. I am going to go out with the girls tomorrow night, but it just felt, I I felt like I needed some stillness because that's my favorite. I can go out and have a dance and it's fun, but what I really crave a lot of the time is stillness and just time to look inward and to cleanse and just enjoy the joys of life. And what inspired me to make this podcast episode today is that every single birthday up until this one, I have had a moment, just a moment, a fleeting moment where I've gotten anxiety. And I know it's very common to get birthday anxiety. Everyone feels scared of time running out, things fleeting, And it's really easy to get upset. And so every single birthday, at least once, for a moment, I would feel really deeply upset, scared, um, anxious about the future, anxious about how much time is left, anxious about how much time I've wasted, etc. And it would really, really get to me and kill my mood. And then I'd obviously come back up again. It's all good. But I could not shake that. That's been a bit of anxiety that I've had for, I don't even know, as long as I can remember, even when I was really young. Like you think of a 12-year-old who's afraid to turn 13. That is the extent of it. I would cry at night because I didn't want to turn 13 or I didn't want to turn 18. I didn't want to turn like all these things. I was so deeply afraid of getting older. 
yeah, the whole idea of it always really, really scared me. And I thought it would forever. And I would think about my future 29th, 30th birthday, and I would imagine myself (laughs) completely and utterly heartbroken that I was turning that age. And um, yeah, it's just kind of crazy to look back and think that I, you know, that's how I thought my life would always be. I thought I'd always be anxious on my birthday about getting older. Fast forward to now, turning 24, and I did not feel sad once about getting older. I didn't fear getting older, the future, nothing. I feel like I'm really stepping into a new era of life and I'm choosing, I'm making the choice to step into this new era of life and leave behind those birthday blues. And I think we all should because no matter what, we are running out of time. Um, I was listening to a Simon Sinek podcast and I can't remember who it was he was talking to, but he was saying that we're all running out of time. And the whole basis of that podcast episode that I was listening to, ironically, it came on so close to my birthday a few days before. And he was saying, we're all running out of time. But it's kind of about shielding off. If you're looking at it like an hourglass, you're covering up that top part of the hourglass. So you don't know how much time is left, but you're not focused on that. You're focused on the time you have, not the time that you have left. And when I think about it, I feel so much more abundant and so much more grateful for the present. And the older I get, the more I understand what mindfulness actually means and what the base of it means to me and how I can incorporate that into my life. Uh, The more understanding I get into that, the more calm I feel about things that just would cause me so much fear. Like, how much time do we have left? How much have I done with my life so far? I put so much pressure on myself and so many, I set so many goals to have completed by whatever age. And when I didn't complete them, I would just be a wreck. Instead of looking at it like I'm present, I'm enjoying life as it's unfolding. I choose to let all these experiences teach me things and allow me to grow wiser and stronger and I choose to have fun, even through hardship, even through things that are challenging, deeply challenging. I have my moments where I'm upset and angry and feeling all those things, but I acknowledge them, I name them. And then once I've sat with them, I choose to go the other way. I choose to allow it to define me in a positive way or not at all. (laughs) These things have become so much more important to me. And rather than saying, you must be, say, in starring in a movie by the age before 25, you have to be doing this before 26, you have to be... Instead of doing that, I've started embracing stillness, which is the complete opposite of what I was doing before. And as soon as I started doing that, Now look, I've got no freaking worries on my birthday. (laughs) I was excited the entire day. I was excited. I was inspired. I allowed this birthday. I I gave it the meaning this year. Whereas before I feel like it was, I was letting it rule me 
and I was choosing anxiety and sticking with it because I didn't know anything else. I didn't want to know anything else. But instead this year, I've taken control. I've taken the reins and I've said, no, I'm turning 24 and I have this huge window of time before I turn 25. What do I want to do with that? That's so exciting. I've been gifted this new year of life. And what am I going to do with it? There are so many possibilities. What do I want to do? I want to see Bali. I want to go on a yoga retreat in Bali. I want to start my businesses. I want to scale them. I want to, you know, gain abundance and success in that so I can live my life, so I can travel, so I can live my life to the fullest and have all these stories to tell. So then if I was to pass away at 25, I would be so thrilled with all the things I'd accomplished. I saw it as such an exciting opportunity this year, a new gift of life, a new chance to do so many things. It's like, wow, I am so grateful for this that I, I now get the choice. I can choose whatever I want to do. I can, I can choose to do that. I can choose to manifest that into my life somehow, some way. We'll figure it out when we get there. It's exciting. And that perspective shift, it's funny how sometimes it feels like you've got no option. When you're stuck in that anxiety, when you're stuck in that fear, it feels like you really have no option but to feel that. But I'm letting you know as someone who has had crippling anxiety and fear over their birthday every single year since I was, God, like 10, 12, you have the choice to change your perspective in all things, not just this. You have the chance to change your mindset always. It's never too late to do that. And there's always the option there. You don't have to live in anxiety. You don't have to live in fear. You can sit with those and it's important to sit with those before you let them go. Acknowledge them, name them, but don't give them the power over you because you have the power. You do, it's in your hands. So if you don't want to be feeling birthday blues anymore, start making the shift ever so slowly. And that's what I've really embodied. We have a guest for this today's episode who joined me in Byron Bay. My name's Paul. <laughs> How you doing? What would you like to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of flustered now. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, you're talking about self-guidance and all that, aren't you? Yeah, just about how this, what we're talking about in the car pretty much. Mm. About like, you know, how um, we've sort of, or I've made that shift to no longer feel so upset and anxious and scared on my birthday about getting older. Mm. I'd say when you're getting older, you're also getting wiser. You are. Um, not allowing yourself to be taken over by your insecurities and all those, a big thing. A famous quote that we heard which I'm pretty sure was provided from the Dalai Lama, mm. was don't look at it as if your depression, anxiety, and all that are weaknesses. They're not. They're strengths for your body to help you push through certain areas in life. That instead of succumbing to these feelings, maybe learn from them. Yeah, they're, um, te- they're here to teach you something. Exactly. Don't look at it as if they are feelings that will keep you down. They're not. They're trying to progress you further. Exactly. They're also trying to protect you. Like fear around your birthday, when you put it with that, what that can teach you, no, I like your insight, stay. If you connect that with 
fear on your birthday, I think what that can teach you is, well, at least for me, it was to teach me to be more grounded in the present. Because when I was so scared, I was only looking at the future. And I was only looking at like what the past, like, oh, what have I achieved so far? Or when's it all going to end or what's going to happen? It was always like either way too much in the past or way too much in the future and never in the present. Mm. How I used to go about life is I used to always keep the future in the top of my mind. Like if I do this, will I be able to live happily or have a good time in the future? Like what's it going to bring to me in the future? And I was forgetting about the present because I don't know if you've seen Kung Fu Panda, (laughs) but Master Uguay has a great saying it's yesterday is history tomorrow is a mystery but today is a gift that is why they called it the present now i love that quote (laughs) it's so good yet it's so looked over because obviously it's a kids movie Mm. um but i try to think about it all the time like am i going to be okay to sit here for example if you're a gamer or something that's to do with your profession is today a day where if i sat all day on my computer and ps4 or something like that ps5 for all those people who are lucky to get it would this be the best thing for me to do today some people say yes because maybe it's their way of relaxing maybe it's their way of finding themselves in their own space in their own bubble because everyone needs to be in their own bubble once in a while. Or they could think, how about I play a little bit, then I could do some washing or some laundry. It's all that. But then it goes to the bigger scheme of things. If I do this class today, for example, studying, will it progress me further into my career? Obviously, that's a given. Some people would say, oh, studying's pointless because, you know, you could learn it yourself if you just go out and see the world, which is true. I'd love to be able to go see the world and learn all different things. But not many people get that pleasure. And then another example could be when you go out for a drink. Ashley's going out for a girl's night for her birthday. But she doesn't want to spend too much because she's thinking about the future. Mm. Mind you, it is always good to be smart with money. But Ashley never celebrates her birthday or does what she wants to do. Wow, calling me out on my own show. Yep. She's always thinking about what could happen in the future. And I say maybe be more in the present Mm. sometimes. And she's really good at it. I struggle with it. I try to be. But do as I say, not as I do. Mm. That is another good quote. (laughs) Because some of the people that can give you the best advice, they don't follow it. No. And it's a tragedy. Because you would think if you could give out such good advice, you give out stuff that clearly makes sense, why can't you follow it yourself? It's interesting. Well, you know what? That's one thing that I have been speaking about this new era that I'm stepping into. Yeah, you've been saying an era, but it's just a new year. Yeah, but like this, it's like an era of my, you know, it feels like a new doorway that's opened up for me turning 24. And I think I just have this gut feeling that 24 to 25 for me is going to be an extremely defining year of my life. And what makes you think that? Well, I've made the choice to actually, as you were saying, finally do as I say. You know, like what I preach on my podcast, I'm so about, and Jupiter's Corner is so about self-love and self-care and all that kind of stuff. And yet, I feel like... A lot of the times I forget 
to do that for myself. And mm. I do. I have my moments where I do give back to myself. But the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that what I'm doing for myself is the bare minimum. Mm. And I never exceed that because I've never really given myself permission to or not even that, but just like said it. So okay. for this era of my life, I've decided to give back to myself a little bit more and to turn mm. inward a little bit more on a much deeper level than I ever have. Mm. So doing things for myself and not being like, oh, but is this a priority? I mean, for a huge window of my life, I feel like I had been prioritizing everything else but myself and it would that priority would kind of come a bit last. Yeah, it was, you were... Um... Half-assing, yeah. Half-assing you It's like half-assing my relationship with myself, but covering it up by doing moments of mindfulness rather than just, you know, doing more than just doing things like yoga and stuff to connect myself to my body and meditating. That stuff is amazing and journaling and stuff. But, you know, actually going out and doing things for myself and not feeling guilty. I always feel guilty sometimes about giving back to myself, especially when it involves money. That's a huge thing for me just because of how I've grown up and um, I was very lucky to learn the value of money very early on from my family and my parents. Um, but watching them go through financial hardship for a huge part of my life has made me extremely scared of losing my own money yeah. and not being able to provide for myself or for the people I love and stuff like that. Mm. So that's something I'm trying to which, which isn't balance a bad, out a bit more. Exactly. I need balance in that yeah. a bit more. See, balancing out, I think, is key. Because yeah. Because if, if you don't have balance, how could you progress? You need an even balance. Time for yourself, time for your partner. Yeah. Like in my last episode, I touched on what I've learned recently, which is about balance. And it's not as point blank black and white as I used to think that it was like balance for me um like working for example you can go through phases of life where you really feel like you want to work hard and your focus has become pretty work oriented and then you suddenly realize that the flow in your body has changed and mm. now you're wanting a little bit more socializing you want a little bit more family time that kind of stuff i realize that balance is more about going with the ebbs and flows of life and your body and your soul's desires and your you soul know, desires yeah. yeah and where your true like deep down where you truly feel like you want to sit right now and yeah. honoring that and not going against the current i suppose well, with well, that i'm a perfect example for showing where i would put everyone ahead of me there were times where i would be so kind of it's weird i was so self-absorbed wanting to please others, uh, wanting to put them first, where no one would do that for me. And mm -hmm. it started getting to a point where I didn't care about anyone. I just went rogue. I just said, well, from now on, I'm just going to do for me, which means I didn't want anyone else to have anything of what I had. I did what I wanted to do and I didn't question it, which led me to believe I lost a lot of friends, but it turns out I didn't. They just had their own, you know, everyone's doing their own things now, mm -hmm. but I'm also out of that phase. So if you keep yourself drowned in the thought of I must provide, well, I must do everything right. Mm. I must do, I must put everything ahead of my happiness for me to then 
acquire happiness in future. I don't think that that's a good idea. No. Or allowing yourself to be trapped in the thoughts of what am I going to do in future if I do this? Is mm-hmm. this going to get in my way? Am I am I not meant to do this now because of that? I I feel like you need, as we've been saying, proper balance. Yeah. What I think is interesting about what you said about giving to people and then realizing that they're not giving back to you at all. Mm. That's interesting because what I've learned about living life in like coming from a loving awareness place, emanating that loving awareness, part of that is giving without the expectation of receiving. And then when you do that and you realize that the people in your life aren't giving you back the energy that you're giving them, Mm. then you know that those are people that are probably not meant to be in your life you know Mm. you're not on the same level and that's okay that's nothing against them no you know you go through life and you meet people who are on the same vibration as you and the more you get into that sort of energy and understand that then the more you'll attract people that are like-minded and on that same path yeah I think it's interesting I think it's actually a good way when you give selflessly to understand who is valuable to have in your life and who maybe Mm. isn't resonating and with you not, anymore and it's not like you just need to drop them like you can no. try and fix the relationship by talking to them and saying hey i feel like this is happening why can't we try and fix this and if they don't bother or don't put the energy in then you you've got your confirmation exactly they're not worth your time if it's a worthy relationship they'll be able to put in the effort mm. to you know make it a harmonious relationship exactly. where you can work through things Oh, well, thank you for having me for a little bit. Thanks for popping in. Well, anyway, everyone, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. A little bit of insight there from my partner was really good to chat to him, especially because he's been with me on some of my most defining moments of my journey and I'm always learning and growing. And that's what I love about having these platforms that I can share with you guys on is that I'm no guru ever. I would never say I'm anything like that. I am just your average girl (laughs) trying to navigate life. I'm just your average human navigating life on this planet. And the older I get, the more experiences I gain, the more wisdom I gain, the more mistakes I make. I can share that with you. And hopefully you can feel like you're less alone. You can feel like you have gained some insight, maybe can avoid some mistakes that I've made first, you know, just things like that. And I think, as I have said in my previous episode, we are life's students. We are students to life and we're always learning. And, you know, life kind of stops when you're not learning anymore. So always be grasping for that new knowledge, always be striving to learn something new every day. And I think that will lead to an ultimately happier and more sustainable life. Anyway, I adore you guys with all my heart. Thank you very much for tuning in today and I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for tuning in.
Hello and welcome back to this space. I'm your host, Ashley Jade, and you are listening to Jupiter's Corner, the podcast. <laughs> 